Hello? Cody. What? We need to talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Does whatever a spider can. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. Welcome to We Need to Talk About Spider-Man, a podcast where we must talk about Spider-Man. I'm Cody Lunsford. And I'm Chad Oliver. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man, specifically Spider-Cinema for now, with special guests. We'll also be talking about Spider-Man news and rumors from the World Wide Web. This week, we'll be talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. Chad, you want to introduce our guest? I will try. Scott Corelli, Scott Corelli, listened to his new podcast, Franchiseography. He also talked about Spider-Man on Spider-Man Minute. He talks about theme parks on theme park this. Look out, here comes Scott Corelli. <laughs> hey, Scott. Wow. I've never, I can, I can safely say I've never been introed on anything ever like that. <laughs> that Very few have. That was a once in a lifetime experience. You're one of three <laughs> at yeah. this point. So it's one of those things where as we were developing the podcast, we were like, wouldn't it be funny if we did this every time? And then we started doing it yeah, three <laughs> times. We in, like, this is really hard. Yeah. I don't, I don't like doing this anymore. Uh, I still like doing the podcast, <laughs> but, but are we going to stop? Probably not. No, we've committed to this. What format. else are we going to do? But we're stuck. In yeah. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Formats are never allowed to change. That is why. Conan O'Brien still hosts an hour or two hour long or an hour long show on NBC because the format can't change. Can't change. Uh, Chad, can't you're change. constantly getting yourself stuck into uh, bits that are part of your format. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you could be referring to. Uh, I like every podcast <laughs> I'm a part of. Uh, nothing. I'd say nothing feels like it's like a, a prison sentence at this point. Uh, in my life. I guess uh, I guess Scott must be referring to like the fact you have to pick your favorite movie of every year you've been alive. I guess that is pretty like constricting. It. Yeah, that is constricting. But I'm just loving reading through the Lord of the Rings and my other podcast. It's uh, at my just, leisurely pace. I, it's, it's chill. I feel like you need to start paying me every time you plug lord of the rings minute on one of your other podcasts like well, it's lord of the rings sentence uh, lord of the rings minute sure. was actually a podcast scott uh produced yeah I, I produced that i did not host it but i did produce my it. brain's all busted i've been yeah. moving i've been like peter parker moving from one apartment to another he, mm. he kind of just stays in that one apartment but um you know he swings my apartment's apartment nicer than peter parker's building. apartment is is that good to hear, Chad? That's, That's nice. good. I mean, you have your own bathroom and a door that hopefully I got works. two. You got, I got two bathrooms. bathrooms. Nice. I got two bathrooms, three sinks. What? That's impressive. That's yeah, impressive. come on. Come on. That's called Orlando. Does your not landlord's really. daughter Springs. make you chocolate cake, though? I've not met my landlord's daughter, <laughs> and I don't know that I will. Honestly, I did meet a nice man who let me use his dolly today. Dolly, like the thing that moves thing, not like a not like you're playing with a dolly. dolly. Yeah, yeah, I know. Not I think those bad. are called dummies. Well, sure, but there are okay. Anyway, <laughs> Scott, what is your Spidey story? Mm. 
Um, wow. There's a, there's a whole, I have a whole episode of Spider-Man minute devoted to this. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's try and shorten it up. Uh, so basically I, I don't really remember being introduced to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that my first comic I ever had was like maximum carnage part three. I think I had like part three, part five and part six or something like that. And I that never read like any a, of the other ones. That feels like a very intense first Spider-Man comic to be oh, introduced into. That happens to me a lot. I would like dive into the deep end on a lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of comics and then be like, I don't know what any of this means. And then like, I, 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 for a while I read Christ on infinite earths, like once a year and that's how i judged how much of dc continuity i knew now (laughs) (laughs) because i was like oh this makes more sense this time yeah um but uh uh anyway so so i yeah so i don't really remember i watched the fox kids cartoon all the time uh the biggest memory that i have about spider-man is that my dad made when he was a teenager he made a spider-man like cosplay costume that was like made mm. out of he like sewed it together out of like navy blue long johns and and stuff like that and just sort of like i mean it was a real thrown together kind of thing but he made it himself um with with like one-way lenses and the whole thing yeah and uh he gifted that to me it came in like a, he he kept it in a bowling bag and he gifted that to me when i was like 12 11 12 something like that and i mean I wore that thing all the time. It was fun. Do you still have I liked, that? No, no, oh, I don't man. think I do. Um, I don't know what happened to it, but uh, yeah, that would be cool. That would be a cool thing to like find somewhere in a box if I still had it. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, he like he like made it in like the seventies or something like that. So wow, yeah, it was That's it awesome. was old school. Um, but uh, yeah, I've just always I've just always loved Spider Man, and like I don't know that there was ever a movie that I had ever been more anticipating than that first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. Um, I lost wow. friendships because I went and saw that and people, I bought tickets for people to come with me and no one came with me and they were no longer my friends after that. Oh no. Uh, because I was, because they were just like, they don't, they, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I don't care. I'm not going to go see that. And um, Man. I went and saw it by myself. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but I saw it multiple times in theaters and same thing with Spider-Man two and, and even this one. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I just, I love these movies. I love this character. Um, means a lot to me. Have you seen every Spider-Man movie in theaters? Yes. I was trying to think if I have, I actually don't know that I saw a single Raimi one in theaters. Mm -hmm. Um, but after that, I watched all of them. I lived like 40 minutes away from a movie theater. I was on the farm. I didn't live on a farm. But I did live far away from. In the sticks. Uh, kind of in the sticks. I definitely like, saw two and three. I don't remember if I saw the yeah. first one theaters. I lived in the sticks too. I lived in a town called Hope, Indiana, which had like a, it was like 3,000 people i think in the whole town um and it was like a ways out but i guess the benefit that i had was that i was 17 when it when the Uh, second one came out so i could drive to the movie theater um but uh yeah so i don't know how old i was when the second one came out i could not drive (laughs) i do know that piece of information (laughs) same um maybe i could have like it's weird though that my dad wasn't like come on because he he always was into superheroes, but I 
I don't know that he was like Star Wars is like his main thing because he mm. was like, I don't know, Star Wars came out in 77. He was four when the first one came out. So like that was his big like franchise. And then I was super into superheroes. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think he he would go now, but at that time we were not really being taken to it. Do you have a favorite like Spidey actor or a favorite Spidey um, iteration storyline iteration? Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Thanks, Chad. Um, I mean, I mean, the best one is like into the spider verse uh because sure. that movie's a masterpiece um yes. but <laughs> if True we're talking good. about uh if we're talking about live action iterations i mean it's hard because i don't think any of them have gotten it quite right um you know i don't think i think toby mcguire does a pretty good job of like handling sort of a silver age early marvel mm-hmm. type of peter parker um and then we have like andrew garfield who's like doing his own thing um and uh his like emo mm. yeah like i hate when people call this this uh peter parker and spider-man 3 emo because i'm like andrew garfield was the emo <laughs> peter parker come on that yes. i mean he looked yes. like he belonged in dashboard confessional come on right um right. like yeah uh you guys just don't know what emo means uh, right but they see uh, the hair uh, and he's, he's dark yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I uh, think it's because Pete Wentz was such a big thing in 2007, and I he, think you're he right. did the hair exactly like Pete Wentz mm-hmm. had his yeah. hair. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, they all do something different. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite because I don't think any of them have quite nailed the Peter Parker that's in my brain. Right. Know? So but, what does what what nails the Peter Parker in your brain? Man, um, you know. I feel like so so Dan Slott's run gets yeah. a lot of crap. It does, uh, but it, it's I've read all of it. So Yeah. So I don't I don't love when he like gives him like it, it felt like he was trying to sell a lot of action figures because he's like constantly changing the costume and yeah. changing the status quo of the character and, yeah. and doing all the but whenever he would do just basic Peter Parker down on his luck, poor doing the best he can i feel like that was the best spider-man i've ever read yeah um when he gets rich and stuff it's interesting but it's not quite it's right. interesting it's not so good but right i, I do like the doc ock stuff i yeah. do like superior spider-man i yeah. think that is actually really good i i love that because i love that the whole the whole point of that story is just to talk about how great peter parker is right um and how perfect he is as spider-man and why he's so perfect yes uh i love that i think that that was really great and it feels like a middle finger to all the people that were like i want my favorite spider-man is when he's like badass and killing people and it's like he doesn't do that like what are you what are you idiots talking about (laughs) see i have started i so i i have basically read all of marvel comics because I have unlimited, uh, mm. Marvel unlimited. Um, so I've read basically since 2016 on, I think I've read mm. everything that has come out. So then I've l- jumped back and was like, okay, I will do everything that's been released for my entire life because that's just an easy starting point rather than starting in the 60s. Yeah, that's an easy um, starting point to release everything Marvel comics has released in your lifetime. <laughs> insane person. Um, but but the Spider-Man during that era is the Todd McFarlane Spider-Man. And it is so like 
it's horror almost. Yeah. It's, it's very like serious. And I was like, this is not, I, I, I like modern Spider-Man. We've, t- we talk a lot on this show about ultimate Spider-Man because that mm-hmm, was a fairly sure. clean entry way. Um, I think the it's the first Spencer- comic I ever read was ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I read um, every issue of that run all the yeah, way through. It's really it's good. good. It's yeah, really, no, really no, it's, good. It's really fantastic. I, I, I love Bendis as Spider-Man. I wish he had written the main title for a while. Um, oh, just because I yeah. would have been curious to see what that would have looked like. Um, better would yeah. be my instinct. <laughs> I, I loved Ultimate Spider-Man. The Ultimate Universe as a whole is a big right. shrug, yes. in my opinion. Yes, completely. Um, but Nick Spencer's writing it right now. I like his stuff. He's doing some interesting Harry Osborne stuff. Uh, Chad and I both like anytime Chip Zdarsky writes yes. anything. So yeah. his, his Spider-Man run was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's doing a okay, what if right yeah. now. Uh, what if he kept the the venom? Um, yeah, that first issue run. was good. Yeah, I haven't read two uh, yet, but but number one was really good. Okay, I gotta wait three months and then I'll have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I do uh, unlimited. Um, okay, cool. So so yeah, you're 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 pretty deep into the comics. You kind of like the we we've had a lot of those conversations ourselves of like what different elements of Spider-Man have been shown on screen. And we keep talking about the MCU one a lot because we're like, we really like it. But is it Spider-Man? It's a little like questionable. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is because he's Peter Parker and it's Spider-Man, but it's a much different version than the one that kind of like stands out to us. Right. Um, So it's like, what if Spider-Man was kind of (laughs) privileged? And had lots of right. yeah, lots of money. I mean, didn't have know, a lot of struggles. Yeah. The thing with the MCU is like I, what I'm hoping for is if it continues, because Tom Holland has said he'll play the character for as long as they'll let him play it, which is a cool thing to hear an actor say because yeah. rarely does that happen. Right. Um, but I think it would be cool if like when he goes to college, that's when they start scaling back on all of the MCU connections. They start scaling back on um on things like uh, uh brand new characters we've never seen before like start bringing in like things like doc gock like his version mm. of doc gock his version of green goblin all harry osborne mary jane real mary jane gwen mm. stacy all of that stuff bring all of that into the college years and focus more on him just being spider-man uh i think that would be a really cool opportunity to do that um as like a little yeah. soft reboot with like the same actor um, hopefully that's the direction they go. I'm hoping that this new movie is about him stripping all of that down and stripping all of that away, like losing all of that Iron Man technology and just having to like make his own Spider-Man suit and save the day by himself mm. with no help. And sounds that's like great. the third act. That would be, <laughs> so, a, I mean, that would be a really good. Yeah. I don't think I love that. so, unfortunately. I, that so, I, th- I think that would be the best way that you could you could end this uh, high school trilogy. I so I think that actually transitions pretty well into the Daily Bugle, which is where we talk about, you know, it's the Daily Bugle. So we, we can talk about unproven rumors. And we yeah. can talk about real stuff. So l- let's start. We'll let's call start it with news. No Way Home. Yeah. We'll call it news. Um, Andrew Garfield denies involvement in He's no a way liar. Home. He, he is definitely the way he it. denies it though, <laughs> he keeps saying the phrase, I never got a phone call. Maybe his agent uh-huh. got a phone call, maybe he got right. an email, maybe maybe he had a meeting. I don't know. Yeah. But he keeps saying Or maybe he's a liar. Or maybe he's just a big fat liar. Uh yeah. 
but he no, like, talks around. That's Paul Giamatti. There's only one. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Was he yeah. the titular big fat liar, or was Frankie Muniz the big fat? They kind of both were. Yeah. So it's oh. a it's it's about the duality. Right. <laughs> sure. Uh, is Giamatti um, back too? Is that part of the news? God, let's well, hope so. His his rhino <laughs> was pretty fun. Not gonna lie. And like they so, truly left you on one of the biggest cliffhangers ever at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2. I would kind yeah, of love true. if No Way Home just started out like picking up right in that moment with that fight. With <laughs> yeah. 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 Or no, he goes, that he would goes be crazy. to punch Rhino. He gets one foot closer to Rhino, like with the with the swinging the thing around, and then uh, a portal opens yeah, up and Dr. he just gets Strange sucked portal. into the portal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Only if would Paul Giamatti that's also exactly gets... what happens. Only if Paul Giamatti also gets sucked into the portal. That would be because yes. I want him around the whole movie. You got for get, sure. Got to get him back. <laughs> so let, let let's talk about the rumors for after No Way Home. We're already in the stage right. where we're getting rumors of right. post that and mm-hmm. rumors, 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 rumors. Right. Like you know, we don't know anything, and if these are wrong, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Um, don't look to us as a bastion of truth. Um, the rumor is that <laughs> Toby may be in Doctor Strange uh-huh. too. Yes. Yeah, which is part of the reason Raimi's back. And yeah, yes. The other part of the rumor is that Garfield is the Venom versus Spider-Man. Mm. So thoughts? Yeah. I um, mean, it would make more sense than like bringing back Toby to be the Venom versus Spider-Man just because there's already an Eddie Brock. Yeah, you can't. There's already a Venom in that universe. Um, I don't know. It's, it's all very confused. All all the Sony movies apart from Marvel studios confuse me like where they fit in. I think it is a okay in the best way to do it. I I think like you making a Spider-Verse Toby or Tom Holland is the MCU Spider-Verse. He's only in MCU movies. Mm-hmm. I think that is very clean. And I think if you want Spider-Man and your Venom movies, your Morbius, that sort of thing, use Andrew Garfield. Like, put him in movies that are better. And then we may get the same Raimi Spider-Man 4. That That is a loose rumor. I don't know. Does I'm Andrew not, Garfield I'm even want to be Spider-Man? To... Yes. <laughs> yeah, he loves Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to imagine. I'm just trying to imagine Eddie Brock's New York accent and and Andrew Garfield's <laughs> Peter Parker New York accent yeah. interacting with each other in a movie, and I'm just like, that's a lot of fake American accent. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that gives that me a was, lot of joy. I'll be that honest. That was the selling point for me, though. Now I'm fully on board with this idea. Yeah, well, <laughs> all that. Accent I mean, you can do movie. things too. Mm-hmm. We're like. Hardy is in San Francisco because he lost his job at the Bugle. Like, you know, you can uh, yeah. get all of that kind of backstory stuff. I don't know. I think doing a Spider-Verse where we have three Spider-Man yeah. characters or four because of Miles in the Spider-Verse. Um, sure. I, I, I'd good in yeah. my opinion. I, <laughs> I think we can have, I think we can have six Batmans at once. I think we can have six Spider-Man at once. I I just it, mm. it comes from reading comics where there are like nine different versions kind and of going it, on all at the same time. It seems like the MCU right now is interested in exploring a multiverse and Spider-Verse the movie did really well. So Right. Why not? I think it's the cleanest way for 
Disney Marvel to keep Spider-Man. Because if they're Sony like, you know what? Doing. Yeah. Yeah. Sony, you take these. Let us keep Tom Holland. We still make these Spider-Man movies that you'll still get money from, but you do your own Spider-Man things. They're different universes, so they're not going to fuck each other up. I think that is the cleanest way to do it. And if it keeps Spider-Man in the MCU, that that's what is good to me. And that goes back to what I was saying about what I want from a college trilogy. The reason that every Spider-Man movie is a is a Marvel team up is right. because it's in the contract from Sony. That right. they're like, yes, we're yeah. not going to let you use them if unless we're getting a Marvel character in right. all of our movies. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so once you have that line where it's like, okay, you guys can make all the Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire movies you want. We're going to take Tom Holland and just make Spider-Man movies over here that, and never the two shall meet ever again. Yeah. Uh, you know, then, then maybe that's, that's a great clean break of like, he goes to college and now suddenly he's just making Spider-Man movies instead of yeah. the like Marvel universe movies. That's what I'm hoping. The only, yeah. the only problem I foresee is that currently everyone in the MCU knows his secret identity and hopefully there's some way Dr. Strange can like reverse that or yeah, sure, know, they'll some it out. magic way. Everyone can forget that Peter Parker is Stone did it last time and people loved it. So and uh, we know we're getting Mephisto. <laughs> we know for sure Mephisto is no, in Chad, WandaVision. I, episode Chad, two. I have told you, I have told you 900 <laughs> times Mephisto is not no, going to be in the We just got to wait for episode 10 of WandaVision. Uh-huh. Mephisto's there. Uh-huh. Um, um, so we're talking about uh, Tom Hardy and Venom earlier. Uh, we had a Venom. trailer for that. We yeah, did we get a trailer for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And guess God what? Bless. I saw Carnage. Let there, let, let there be carnage to one and all uh what what are you what are y'all's opinions on i guess this is a preview for what we're going to talk about a little bit in this episode but do you guys have strong venom or carnage opinions no yeah no (laughs) kind of so no they're they're not they're 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 mostly bad characters though though the current Venom run has been yes. incredible. It's yes. so the Donny Cates. Yes. I'm, uh, the the well, that's because if you introduce a like intergalactic like demon god, like yeah. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 one of the most metal things I've ever read. Yeah, um, I, I I love I love the Null stuff. I love the King like King and Black. I think all that's cool. Carnage, I barely care about at all. I Carnage, like Agent Venom. I think Carnage he's cool. Carnage is like, what if the Joker was even t- more twisted? Yes. And it's just uh, like, it's the most 90s shit. Like, it's just. It is. It's so 90s because you're just yeah. like, okay, mm-hmm. we introduced Venom and he's just a, he's a fucking Spider-Man monster and eats a tongue mm-hmm. and he eats people and he's evil. But what if, what if was it was a serial evil. killer and he was made out of blood? And yeah. it's like, I guess, yeah. I don't know. Didn't he like kill his own mother? Like Probably, that. I don't yeah. know. It's a serial was, killer. Yeah, he yeah. was like a serial killer. Yeah. He was Hannibal Lecter before becoming Carnage. Yeah, yeah. Great. And it's kind of like, uh, I they do yeah. some cool Carnage stuff in the comics now. There's a whole like the Book of the Dead stuff, and like it's always it was always going to go to Cletus Cassidy and blah 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 blah. But Absolute I still Carnage was okay. Yeah, I I still at the core think like I don't care i think the problem is i i think this is the core which will maybe i should save some of these thoughts because we will talk about venom on the show at some point the mm-hmm. movie but 
you already have him fight a symbiote in that movie. Mm-hmm. So yep. now I'm supposed that to care that it's thought. a red one. <laughs> He's only going to fight symbiotes. Like those are his only villains. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. He doesn't fight anybody else. Like, that's it. That's it's just going to be that's sticky, all he does. sticky goop battles every yeah, time. I mean, he also it. fights Spider-Man. But- <laughs> Uh, but but like you don't show up to see who him fight somebody. You show mm-hmm. up to watch he the the bromance. Yes, happen between him and his so symbiote. Wild that that's that I, I love it so. It's much, definitely you guys. fun. It's it fascinating. So much. It's an incredible change of pace from like what I was expecting out of that movie. Yeah. Like yeah. I've never seen that version of Venom, which is no. why it's kind of shocking. Yeah. It's a totally radically like yeah. different take on it's, it. And so it's honestly the, incredible. When I, the new trailer yeah. started and it was like he was just trying to make breakfast and Venom was just like <laughs> fucking stuff up all over the apartment. It's like good. This is the movie I want. Carnage. <laughs> yes. I could take it or leave it. But I want like Venom and uh and Eddie. Um I just don't know if I care coming. if they're the only reason I will care if there's a Venom 3 is if they do if they do King in Black, if they jump to that. Oh, see, I, I, have you not heard the Maximum Carnage rumor? No, tell me. Oh, yeah. So the rumor is that it that there, this is all, all of the Sony Spider-Man stuff, the Sony side of the Spider-Man stuff is leading to a Maximum Carnage movie, which will be like their, their Avengers and it's going to be like all the <laughs> Spider-Man characters coming awesome. together to fight the team of symbiotes that Carnage puts together. All the Spider-Man characters. Yes. Morbius and Venom. But I mean, also, there's going to be more. Also theoretically, Vulture. But... Vulture is in Morbius, and he's in Homecoming, yeah. obviously. So bring right. him in there. But yeah. Maybe bring in Mysterio again. Who knows? Maybe right. Andrew Garfield. Like, maybe it's, yeah. it's maybe Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield. Spider-Man maybe, and the Sinister Six. Maybe that Madam Web movie happens and we get Madam Web in there. That movie's Se- not gonna Secret Agent married or <laughs> Secret a- Agent Aunt May gets made. Yeah, right. The, uh, yeah. the Silk show is apparently happening. The Silk Amazon show. There it that is? is seemingly happening. Okay, cool. So I'll maybe watch, I'll watch whatever Spider-Man yeah. crap they want to make, man. I don't care. I just okay. So Maximum Carnage. I guess that's fine. I just I want it to be null. I, I think that would be the cool and still do the same thing where like uh, Morpheus, not Morpheus. What I lost his name. Morbius. Morbius. Have Morbius fight time him too. too. <laughs> yeah. Have Morbius fight you him. Just gotta remember. Good. I don't care. Sony's gonna keep making more BS uh, with <laughs> their Spider-Man properties. More BS. I guess yeah. that's funny. Yeah. So let's move on to. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the other big Spider-Man news that came out today. Yeah. The Lego. Daily Bugle set. Hell yeah. $300? Okay. I, I need you guys to buckle in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, $300. It is the Daily Bugle, and here are the characters that are featured. <clears throat> Spider-Man, Daredevil, The Punisher, Mysterio, Blade, Dr. Octopus, Venom, Carnage, Peter Parker, Aunt May, Gwen Stacy, Miles Morales, Ghost Spider, Firestar, Spider-Ham, Black Cat, Betty Brant, J. Jonah Jameson, Ben Urich, Robbie Robertson, Ron Barney, Bernie the Cab Driver, Amber Grant, Green Goblin and Sandman. A lot of folks. It's a lot. So it's the first official minifigs of Daredevil, Punisher, and Blade. Oh, I didn't know so that. That's cool. Yeah. Not Are they the featured first minifigure the... of uh of, of Robbie? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> They've done Robbie before. Wow. If Robbie before I they guess. did Daredevil. Uh, it's also like they they've done Firestar before. Okay. Also, like <laughs> 
they've had these models designed for the Lego games, right? Like Marvel superheroes. Uh, Surely Daredevil is Punisher, in game, right? Our Punisher, Daredevil is Punisher yeah. and Blade. I don't know if they're in them. How Blade are the ducks in that game? Like Blade's got to be in yeah, that game. Yeah, but Punisher is a man who shoots people in the head. I mean, so, you can play as Modoc like, in that game. You can't play as Blade. I'm know. I'm pretty sure Blade and the Punisher are both in the game. They might yeah. be, but they they turn like the Punisher into like a Lego joke. Like sure, yeah. Right. I just Daredevil makes sense in a Spider-Man yeah setting. Yeah. Punisher does. They've teamed up. Mm-hmm. Blade is interesting. It is very interesting. <laughs> I'm they a all, little. Hey, they all had episodes of Spider-Man on the Fox cartoon series. No. So. All right. All yeah. right. And Firestar was so one of his amazing the... friends. Right? Yes, Firestar yeah. is from the 60s show. Yeah. Yes. Iceman should be in there in the mix. Right. Yeah, where's I guess at? X-Men. They didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, which Firestar, Firestar is also a mutant. Yeah. But she's an X-Men. Yeah. yeah. Well, so it's complicated. She they created her for the 60s show, then they brought her into main continuity, and she oh. straight up has maybe one of the darkest, most fucked up. Marvel stories, period. That's wild because that show wild. is just delightful. <laughs> Spider Man mm, is it's dark. Friends. It's dark. Then, it's like abuse, assault, all kinds yeah. of like really dark stuff for that. And then character. she's just straight up Liz Allen in the Ultimate Universe, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it that's that's the Liz in Spider Man Homecoming, too, right? It's the same character or? Yeah. Liz yeah. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, I guess no firepower. Well, no, I don't think she is Liz Allen in that. Now that you mention it, because she's she's uh, Michael Keaton's kid. So I, no, I think Tombs? that's the fucked up thing. Liz I Tombs? think I think no, I think yeah. her name is Liz Allen. I think that's, it's that that's why right. it's the double fake. I think that's why it's the double fake out because oh. you don't know that it's Tombs. Is she adopted? Like is, is he? She's not adopted. Stepdad? I think. I I'm don't looking this up. look. You're... <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's credited as Liz Allen. Um, (laughs) Vamp, vamp, vampires, Blade. Blade. Morbius. (laughs) Vampire. Morbius. Morbius is not a vampire, Chad. He is a living vampire. And there's a big distinction. And you better learn it before the movie comes out. No, her name is Liz Allen. Or no, sorry. It's not Liz Allen. It is Liz Toombs. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was another MJ situation where they were just like, Liz, Liz, you guys know Liz from the comics, right? JK, it's not her. Assholes. Yeah, that 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 is what they did. Remember okay, when okay. MJ was credited as Michelle for that whole movie? Yep. Yeah. Insane. We've talked about it. <laughs> it's such a bummer because if they Our just let... call me MJ. Yeah. They if should they call just... you by your real name, Robin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if they just let Zendaya be Mary Jane. Just yeah. let her be Mary Jane. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't I, have an issue with them updating the party girl persona MJ into this like sort of, I don't know, gothy, goth-esque kind yeah. of like pot really cool. chick. It's fun. Like I, I'm like, that's fine. Whatever. Like yeah. I, I'm, I can, I can accept that as like an update of that. Um, Cause it just, it means something different to be like party girl than it did in the sure. 60s. <laughs> I, I will say though, to stay true to my thoughts on Mary Jane last episode, mm-hmm. I still think it's the wrong read on the character because she's the, the nerdy smart one is Gwen. The, the uh-huh. idea of Mary Jane is she's not what Peter is. 
right. Gwen is the one who is like very similar in a lot of ways, and that's how they're doing this MJ character. But yeah. maybe this MJ character she... is gonna die. Yeah. There's always the chance that not. her persona could change when they go to college. Like she could True. Like have like True. you know, it's like, she oh, you know what? I'm really pretty. I'm gonna be a model. Actress. Yeah. Right. yeah. Really holding out hope for this college uh trilogy. I really <laughs> am. No, that's really the rumor. Am. It oh, is it, the rumor it is, that okay. the, it's going to be a trilogy. Like, this will be the last high school movie, and then it'll be college movies. Yeah. But what they look like, I think, is still mm-hmm. the up-in-the-air question. Because it's going to be a new director, because Watts is moving on to uh, Fantastic Fan- Four. Yeah. Fantastic Four Four. So. The fourth Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the is finally going to nail it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this is fifth. This is the fifth film, right? But the fourth at-bat. Yeah, Ro- the Roger right. Corman this- one is barely a film. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> That's called technically con- the fifth one. That one's called just a contract. Yeah, really, is yeah. what that one is. We'll call okay, this fan let's, five let's- stick. Fan five stick. Yep. Um, let's talk about a movie similar to Fan Four Stick with no controversy whatsoever. Um, people were not mixed on this. Everybody loved it. At the time, universally beloved. Yeah. <laughs> universally <laughs> beloved. Sam Raimi's Spider Man Three. Mm-hmm. What you guys think? Not as bad as people say. Um, it's it's pretty good. I think I yeah. think it's misunderstood. Yeah, sure. I, I think it's I think it's really misunderstood. I will definitely hand you that. The last time I watched it, I was like, people are dumb. This movie rules. It's very good. Yeah. This time I have a slightly different opinion, but I yeah. fully agree with you that it is misunderstood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speak, speak on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell us why you think it's misunderstood. Well, okay. So like, I, I think there are several moments in this movie that are very easy to dunk on, but everyone likes to act like Sam Raimi wasn't in on the joke. Like, exactly. which is like, wild. Like when he's dancing down the street or doing the jazz dance or whatever, people are like, oh my God, this is so cringe. And it's like, yes. it's supposed yes. to be. It how, is. how do you not think it's not supposed to be? That's the whole point. He's it's cringe. This yeah. is what a dork thinks is cool. <laughs> yes. And it's cringe. It's yes. cringe as hell. It's like, good that it's cringe. It <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, yes, exactly. But people wanted him to be like a mm-hmm. badass because they think that the, 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 you know, I think Sam Raimi was like looking at, because he didn't want this, you know, he didn't no. want any of this did black not want it stuff. At all. He didn't want it at all. It was he just wanted to make a Sandman him. movie, right? Uh, Sandman it, and Vulture. Sandman and Vulture, Vulture too. He's, okay, I didn't know Vulture was part of yeah. his, his vision. Okay. He specifically said that he didn't find Venom interesting as a character because there right. was no depth to him. So frankly, having done like a ton of was... having done a ton of research on this from mm-hmm. my Spider-Man three season of Spider-Man Minute, yeah. um, we did a hundred forty-five episodes on this. I think sounds about right. Um, it's about a two and a half movie. hour movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 so originally, I guess the plot of the movie was that like <clears throat> Tombs was in prison with Sandman. Tombs was like they they escaped together. And and he like he builds wings out of like just like shivs and shit mm. that he finds in prison. Cool. Um, and I and would love to together. see the Sam Raimi version of that. That sounds so awesome. I know they uh, they escape together, and then if I'm remembering correctly, 
it's like you still get the ending that you get and he still like kidnaps Mary Jane and all of that. And mm-hmm. so you have like this, um, you have this sort of like Fezzik, um, uh, the Sicilian kind of like from Princess Bride kind of relationship mm-hmm. where like Vulture is just like, you idiot, you stupid buffoon, you know, like that kind of thing mm-hmm. where he's like the mastermind. And then Sandman is just like, okay, like, I guess I owe you because you broke me out of prison and like right. that kind of vibe. Um, there was, I don't remember there ever being a connection to like Uncle Ben and all of that, like retconning, mm-hmm. I don't think was in this version. Um, but instead what we get is like, Sam Raimi taking a look at the black costume, having this foisted upon him by the studio and then being like, okay, if you want the black costume, then I'm going to try and figure out if the black suit and Venom were made in the 60s, what would that have looked like? Because that's my whole aesthetic is 60 Spider-Man. That's what I'm doing. So like if if Stan Lee and and, you know, Stan Lee and, and whoever, whichever artist he was working with at the time, had created this black suit, what would it be? And then that's what we got is like what he thinks the black suit would look like if it had happened in the 60s. And interesting. I don't disagree with his take on on it, really, honestly. Like Toby Maguire's Spider-Man is such a doofus. Right. That, like, yeah, of course, if he had like a black suit where he was like all powerful, yeah, he would be like, Yeah, jazz is like the coolest thing. And uh <laughs> You know, uh, I, I want to get the ladies, you know, and like, I'm right. going to talk like this. And it's like, yeah, like, of course, he's a fucking doofus. Right. Of he, would, he would act like that. So, like, I just think it's like a largely misunderstood. And I really like Tover Grace's Eddie Brock as a as a mirror, like a direct mirror yes. of Tobey yeah. Maguire Spider-Man. He's yes. not a great Eddie Brock if you're comparing him to the comics, but the comics Eddie Brock is stupid. Um, he's like <laughs> right. a bodybuilder. And like, what does that have to do with anything? It's just, that's just right. like Todd McFarlane, I don't know, jerking off, whatever. <laughs> um, it, it's it's stupid, but like Eddie Brock, the whole point, if you're going to do this, he should be a mirror of mm-hmm. Peter Parker. And Topher Grace is like perfect for that, I think, because he was like yeah. also one of the people in line to play Peter Parker in 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, so it's I, I don't know. I I really like it. I think, you know, like <laughs> like I, it makes a lot of mistakes. Don't get me wrong. It's it's for definitely sure. like the worst of the three. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Without a doubt. I mean, it's a it's a yeah. mess. They do their best. I think with what they're given and they make a cohesive thing, but they also like they kind of trapped themselves in the last movie by having that scene where uh, Harry discovers the goblin lair and you're like, Oh, yeah. he's going to become the goblin, you know? Yeah. And it's like, Sony, Sony is like, we don't want the green goblin again. We already sold those toys. Right. And they're like, Oh, they didn't sell so them with a skateboard. Like, and uh, yeah. Right. So then they have to like mask. reinvent yeah. the character to like make it a brand new thing mm-hmm. so that Which they can sell toys yeah. Yeah, and then you ha- you have to do it because you set it up with the other one. That was mm-hmm. I can believe that that scene is the birth of the post credit scene because that is the most post credit scene not to be a post credit scene I have ever seen in a movie. Right, um, it does feel but, like a post credit uh, scene. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, I I think he he just like trapped himself with that. He got shoved this this uh, this other thing with the venom stuff, mm-hmm. and then all he had left was Sandman. The only thing he wanted in this movie. And so he just puts them all in a blender and tries to do the best he can. 
And, uh, you know, it's not great, but right. yeah. it's way better than its reputation, I think. For Definitely sure. better than its reputation. Here are some things <laughs> just to start with. <laughs> A, I think the black suit sucks. Yeah, I think it, it is pretty lame that it is just the suit painted yeah. black. Um, have you seen have you seen the test suits though? I've not. I've okay. not. I need to they, see them. they did a bunch of test like costumes. Um, and one of them is like the single white spider, which like, is cool. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. But it but it comes off looking sort of um bondagey. Okay. Hell Way yeah. more bondagey than you'd <laughs> want it to. Just like a leather uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, it's kind of looks leathery. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking kind of like this. This yeah, suit's sure a little is. bit of a nothing suit. It, it does oh, not yeah. have the big impact <laughs> to me. Well, the perfect example of that is when that teaser poster comes out. And the big thing was the teaser poster comes out and he's like, he's like swooped over the, over the, like he's gargoyling on the side of a building and it's, it's the black suit. But mm -hmm. they had they put it out and they're like, and just so you guys know, this isn't a black and white picture. This is a color picture. And it's like <laughs> you shouldn't have to tell people that. Like, right. Like right. You shouldn't have to tell people that this isn't a monochromatic post like poster. Right. Yeah. Oh, like man. to get people excited about the black suit. It was so silly. I, what I, I think the other thing is like, it, oh, go ahead, Cody. I'm going to venom eat you if you interrupt me. <laughs> I said, go ahead, man. What do you want? <laughs> Um, I, I, I think to the, the, the fact that the black suit just makes him like cornier. Yes. But like, you know, the, the idea is why does he care to wear the black suit? That's not something mm -hmm. that I ever really understand in this movie because mm -hmm. it does not seem to give him any better abilities or any of the other things that typically are associated he says with it, the Cody. venom suit. He says the power I feel coursing we through my veins. We just don't get it. Yeah. We, we just don't, don't see, see it. it. Yeah, like yeah. at all. There, there's I he doesn't move faster. He doesn't punch harder. The right? one thing it, you it do... doesn't help that the thing he's punching is sand, so you can't right. tell how hard he's hitting. It. I was gonna yeah. say the the one thing <laughs> that you do see is him in his red and blue suit getting his ass kicked by Sandman, and then later he murders him in the <laughs> in the train station. Uh, I yeah, guess, but, but like that's also just how superhero fights work is right. they do no, the, better the second time. <laughs> the the sad thing about this movie and the fact is the fact that Sam Raimi only cared about Sandman. And if mm -hmm. I were to cut anything from this movie to make it work instantly better, it would be Sandman. Just instantly better. It's it's a better movie. He adds nothing to the movie. I think he adds it would nothing. Be... He adds yeah, he has cool fights, cool aesthetic. Mm -hmm. He does cool stuff. He looks cool. He has that great scene where he's like trying to pick up the locket. Yeah, you know, it, there's it really be... cool stuff with Sandman. But if if he fought Harry again, we saw Harry kick his ass, right? Mm -hmm. And then if we fought, if he fought Harry again as the Goblin with the black suit, and he just like almost murders him just by accident, just because the suit is so powerful, that's way more interesting to me than fighting sand like it's really hard to like execute yeah. fighting sand in a way where the suit seems more powerful <laughs> right I yeah. no i i do yeah. think that is I that is that. a flaw because yeah um, at the end of the day it's water is what kills sandman it's not his suit right so <laughs> right um, right i i agree it would be a more cohesive movie but mm. Like the creation of Sandman sequence is like one of the coolest things. It's cool. In any of it these movies, cool. just I don't understand. It it, cool. I, I agree that it doesn't really benefit the movie, but I hate to cut that just because I like it so much. 
Well, yeah, but like they 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 shouldn't have shoved this stuff at totally. Sam anyway. Totally, you know? right? But yeah. like the whole movie hinges on the black suit, um, yeah. and the arc that that he goes through with the black suit. So yeah. like you kind of can't get rid of that without totally rebreaking the movie from the but ground he up. Exactly. Also, doesn't get the black suit until like an hour plus in. Oh, I know, <laughs> so like- I know. We were. What what we were like twelve weeks into the movie before we got to the black suit. It was crazy. It, um, it's Spider-Man it's. Minute. I think. I, I so so something that we've kind of been clocking as we've watched these Raimi movies is both of the other villains are not in control of their minds, right? Something something mm-hmm. makes them evil, mm-hmm. which would really line up with New Goblin and Venom doesn't line up with Sandman, which is why that's interesting that that's the one that he went with. Sandman just is a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, and, his and motivations are a little like gray. Like you kind of get that he wants money for his daughter, but then like later on in the movie, like why does he really want to kill Spider-Man? Like it's it's kind of no idea. See, all the Sandman stuff the is so cool and I wouldn't want to cut it because it rules, but mm-hmm. the villain of this should have been the lizard. Mm, yeah, I mean that would make you sense. You got Dr. Yeah, Connors it, right there. Yeah. Yeah. You have got Dr. Connors right there. The lizard like fits in the thematics that you guys are yes. talking about about another yeah. thing controlling his brain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, like all of that fits and it's a one-to-one with like what he's going through with the lizard and what Peter's going through with the symbiote. Right, right. right. That makes it's like sense. a thematic one to one. There's there. the that. With Dr. Connor's stuff. like yeah. helping him learn about the symbiote yep. too. Like, yeah. Yep. Should have been that. Yeah. I, I, I was struggling figuring it out because the, the, the criticism lobbied at this movie when it first came out was too, too many, many villains. villains, too many villains, yeah. which like we have seen so many movies now that have mm-hmm. so many villains. So I was trying to figure out mm-hmm. what the problem was. Right. And, yeah. and what I realized is the villains are given no time. There is so much time spent on just Peter's personal shit in this movie, which I do understand is a hallmark of these movies. But most of the time when you have the multiple villains, what they do is the Batman Returns, right? Where it is barely about Batman. It is about the two villains. You see their origin story. They, you spend more time with them kind of than you do with, um, the superhero and i'm not saying that that is the fix because uh, i want to see the peter stuff that that, that is mm-hmm. a hallmark of this franchise but i was realizing like oh my god we have spent so much time on the personal stuff yeah at the hour and a half mark i'm like we we haven't got venom yet yeah. venom hasn't been introduced so every character gets two seconds of intro two seconds of motivation and then it's a big fight and we're supposed to care about the 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 villains green goblin and um doc ock we love both those villains because a lot of time is spent with them Mm -hmm. sure um and and i think that's why this too many villains thing is in this movie because it's not technically too many it's just they're not given any time to develop at all and I think they're all very disparate. There's nothing pulling them together. Connecting and them together. The, yeah, yes, the that was is, the other piece. The movie yeah. is forcing them all together. So you you can't like you can't like kill two birds with one stone anywhere in this movie. Like everything is is so disparate. I also think uh, I also think that Venom probably shouldn't be in this movie. It should just be the black suit 
and Venom should have been for like a Spider-Man four Spider-Man or something 4. like sure. that. Yeah. But but um, you know, I because like you barely get Venom. Like there's barely anything here of Venom, and it's like Venom well, isn't so little of this movie. It is yeah. wild. Yeah. Eddie, Brock Eddie Brock's in it a lot because we spend. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He gets there covered in it so... and just immediately goes and finds Sandman to go right. kill Spider-Man. And, and it's like, then he's I guess, man, if you want. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's There's so much out-of-suit time in this movie. I don't know. I felt like a whiny Which... baby being like, why aren't they punching more? But I was. I was I like, what the like, fuck? I think that that's kind of the case in all three of these Sam Raimi movies, where it's a lot of yeah. time with Peter. But I think the balance is better. I think the balance is better, but also I think the out of suit time in the other Spider-Man movies is just executed better. I mean, Spider-Man yeah, two is literally about him putting away the costume, so there's a lot of out of yeah. time, out of suit well, time. I think most of this is a retread. Yeah, most of it's a retread. This, his arc in this is like, what even is his arc? The previous one know. was like, I don't know if I want to be Spider-Man anymore. Oh, I have to be Spider-Man. Okay, yeah, right. fine. Yeah. And like the moment that he realized that he does want to be Spider-Man again, he gets his powers back and goes to town, right? Right. And this one is just like, everyone loves Spider-Man. Yay. Right. I think it's is like, it the, it, it's all uh, okay. going to his head. Like, right, is but, that but, a bit of that. that's not. Yeah, but he's not learning any lesson about that in this no, process. Not really. No. The, vi- right? the villains teach him nothing at no, the end other than his <laughs> Mary Jane once again is in a fucking trap. Right. That's, I, that's I don't know. Gets. It doesn't seem like like the suit is teaching him anything about his arrogance. It's just no. letting him double down on his arrogance. Mm-hmm. And then it's like being a domestic abuser is what's right. out of it. But that doesn't him being a domestic abuser has nothing to do with him being arrogant, which is what the movie seemed to be setting up as his arc. It was like, Spider-Man's kind of arrogant. Now we, we better, we better take him down a peg, but it's like, Oh, Sam, all you do is take this character down a peg. That's like, right. that's, that's, that's your, what that's, that's is. the de facto thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I just don't. So, yeah, so don't, the arc know. could have been cleaner and been like, he was arrogant. He knew the best way to stop Venom, he thought, and then mm. he didn't actually, and it led to. he This movie, as much as I don't want to kill off Mary Jane because I don't want because I feel like she's a little underserved in these movies, but this movie almost needed the Gwen Stacy moment. You almost needed him to learn the, I am to, I I have forgotten the lessons that I've learned from uncle Ben. Uh I have become Mm -hmm. too infatuated with my own power in my own knowing what to do is right at all times Mm -hmm. that he needed. It could have been Harry. It didn't have to be Mary Jane. Someone, and they didn't even have to die, but he should have caused a problem. And then he doesn't really. Right. You could argue the venom scene is kind of him causing a problem, but that's an accident. Um, cool scene with the church bells has mm-hmm. always stuck in my head. Yeah. I really like that. No, the aesthetics um, of that is I, so cool with uh, Eddie looking up and seeing who yeah. Spider-Man is and it falling yeah. on him and covering him up. I love that that sequence. Just from an aesthetic so standpoint, good. it doesn't really do anything for the story, but it's just a fun aesthetic. Right, sure. It's so yeah. good. I just, I, I, I think ultimately, like, there's no reason for the villains 
to work together. And, yeah. and that yeah. is kind of a big flaw. Yeah, Because scene... if you have multiple villains, they mm-hmm. need to either thematically connect right. or literally connect in a way that makes sense. That right. scene where Eddie goes and like recruits uh, Sandman to help him out, nothing makes sense about why uh, Flint <laughs> would say, so yeah, funny. let's kill Spider-Man. <laughs> nothing about his yeah. character makes me think he would say yes to that. Sure, Monster Man that just roared in my face. I'll be <laughs> right. your partner. Like, right. okay. And then you have the Green Goblin be a hero, which is like cool, I guess. Oh, I, I love don't know. that. I love that. I, I do like that, that too. Uh, Cody. Yeah. That, it's not cool, I guess. It's is like the cool. coolest thing. Yeah. That's like, the cool, that's like a fist pump moment for me. I love yeah. that. Moment. They do some like cool I, I love those maneuver. two kids. And I, uh-huh. Yeah, I love those two kids and I want to see them be friends and I love seeing mm-hmm. them like kick ass together. Like it's so fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not against that. Mm-hmm. I just, again, it's the like, maybe I just need them to learn something in a visual way. Like I kind of, which I don't know. I don't, it's not always the best form of criticism just to like rewrite your own version of the movie. But that is sure, where sure. what I feel like with this movie because there's so many like opportunities. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like he should have been on the glider. He should have like been in a more classic Green Goblin get up in the beginning. Oh, I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah, I think <laughs> he should have been like that in the beginning. And then he rejects his father's legacy and ha- uses the tech to be a new Yeah thing like that's what it should be at the end so there's an arc there and well yes i have a i have a really controversial thought um i kind of amnesia shit sucks no 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 no. (laughs) i don't think Um, that's controversial i don't think that's controversial i think that's (laughs) i think that's a fact of that is the world can we talk about that for two seconds before you tell your why it is just to get him off the table. Yeah, for, that's it. That's why. That's it. Because there's too yeah. much going on and you got to get something off the table. Yeah. That's it. It that's sucks. It's like, yeah. I forgot about that. I was like, this is actively like it, it's, pretty bad. It, it sucks, but it's so funny. Like it is James funny. Franco, James Franco just being like a dumb idiot. Like <laughs> he just yeah. is right. really funny. I don't know. It is funny. He does uh, like when they do the twist. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my controversial thought is that you could solve a lot of problems if you take Eddie Brock out of the movie and you have uh you have uh Harry become Venom at the end of the movie. Interesting. As in, like, oh, oh the goblin God. serum isn't enough to kill Peter. I need something stronger, and then finds the 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 symbiote and then oh, becomes Venom. Interesting. In this story, and I'm not, you yeah. know. As an adaptation, like I know it would have made a lot of people really mad, but I think yeah, like, if you're fun. just if you're just talking about like making the best version of this movie, I kind of wonder if that's not the way you go. Or like that. you had Flash in the series. Just let Venom be Flash. Yeah. I think like you either need Eddie Brock kind of being more. I don't there's just it's like this movie has too much and not enough. Mm-hmm. I think that is like the fundamental flaw of it is like. There's so much shit, but not enough shit gets room to breathe. And like, just make it, if you want to do Eddie Brock, let's see more of Eddie Brock at the Bugle. Let's see more of him. Like he Photoshopped is what we care about in this one. Chad, I don't know if you know the Eddie Brock uh, comic lore all that much, but it's basically like he does a 
he does a journalism. <laughs> he does a journalism where he finds he like accuses of somebody being a serial killer and like does all this evidence that points to him and he fabricated a lot of it and the guy goes to jail and it's not who did it. I may be getting some details wrong. I'm sure. admitting that so people get mad at me, but it's it's a, it's close to that. So for this one being like he did Photoshop, it's just kind of like, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he stole one of Peter's pictures. But but it is Spider-Man who stops or like who f- like shows everybody that he's a phony in that. It's not Peter who does, mm-hmm. unless I'm wrong. But I I don't think so. I think it's Spider-Man. In the and comics so, or like in I'm, this movie? Because it's Peter in this movie. In the comics. Okay, okay. In the comics, I think it's Spider-Man who shows gotcha. like that he was a phony. But so them, yeah, them just being like he he just desaturated the picture which he could do because the suit didn't change at all Um, (laughs) it's just kind of like man i don't know yeah i also think he kind of shot himself in the foot in terms of like the peter parker side of things in this movie with the end of the last movie because like i have no issues with him getting together with mary jane but i think like the arc of that movie being like i can't ever get what i want because i have to be spider-man and then ultimately figuring out like, oh, I, I can do both, right? right. Mm-hmm. If that's the arc of that movie, Mary Jane shouldn't find out that he's Spider-Man at the end of Spider-Man 2. And this movie should be about the struggle of being in a relationship with Mary Jane while trying to stop her from finding out that you're Spider-Man. And yeah. then ultimately figuring out he needs to share that identity with her in order for their relationship to work. That, like that's, that's a... Yeah, like, that, that, that's that would be the thing that causes the problems that they're having in this movie, you know? Either that or like let her find out, but then this movie doesn't need to be trying to break them up. This movie needs to be sure. m- not necessarily married, but this needs to be them in a relationship and figuring out a relationship. But they very quickly go to, well, they're on the rocks and they're about to break up. The, it's but, like, well, the problem is that like they, that's the, that's the problem is they, they do this shit where it's like, I, you know, I, I don't like her struggling to like make it like Sam has this thing where he likes to torture his actors and his characters in terms yes. of like, like what? things that they would find embarrassing or whatever. And, and he's trying to do that with, with Kristen Dunst in this movie. And it just feels very hateful. Like it, it just feels does. that is this movie this is movie why my, yeah. I yeah. think MJ is mistreated in the series. It's mostly this movie. Yeah. There's pieces of it elsewhere, but it's mostly this movie where I'm like, what the fuck? She knows Spider-Man. She knows, she knows Peter loves her. Like that, that is why I think like I, yeah. my whole take of there's not been a true Mary Jane adaptation yet. M- Mary Jane has confidence. Yeah. The, the, the Kirsten Dunst character is oh, just she like, is she's none. always pi- no confidence always just pining for Peter to show back up. And like, this should be mm-hmm. like Mary Jane is doing her own shit and th- mm-hmm. they're having a relationship and they're navigating it. And it should be like a good support system in this movie mm-hmm. so that when he gets the black suit and becomes acting radically different, it feels different, but he's a shitty boyfriend before the suit comes on. Sure. He just doesn't hit her, which is good. I'm glad he doesn't hit her before that. Yeah. Hot take. But, but that hitting is- her is bad. 
hitting her is bad but that's that's the one change like their relationship's already rocky so like again what does the black suit do nothing right yeah but this movie is still kind of fun yeah you know another version you could have done too is like you have her be really successful. Like it's start, right. her career starting to take off. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, she's not a bomb in this musical right. or, you know, like maybe she figures out she doesn't want to be in plays and she wants to be in movies and she gets a role in a movie or something like that. And she's taken off and now she doesn't have as much time to like be around Peter. And he feels kind of jealous of her career because he doesn't get any credit for the stuff that he does as Spider-Man right, and right. then finds the suit. And then people start being like, Spider-Man's kind of cool. Like, right. look how like badass and cool he is. And he's like, yes, finally, like recognition, you know? And like yeah. that gets to his head and leads into like all of the black suit stuff. Yeah, if, if the black suit could have been used as like an answer to some problem he had, it would have yes. been more successful because like right now he everything no he's, at, he's on the top yeah. of the world at the beginning of this movie. Yes. That, yeah. Yes. That's a really yeah. good, really good. Fix, Chad, actually. do you know what answer the, so when Spider-Man first got the suit, the black yeah. suit in the comics, do you know what answer or problem that was trying to solve there? Um, No, I don't. He just needed some more clothes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yep. He's on the random planet. So dirty. And he goes, <laughs> no, he like his his suit gets fucked up. I mean, it's because uh-huh. they needed to make more toys. Like that's literally right. what it was because yeah, yeah. of Secret Wars. But yeah. but he's on this planet and he goes to this machine and then he's like, oh, hmm, they can give me new clothes. Beep beep beep, and it prints out a black Spider Man suit and he's like, ah, cool, rad. And then later we find out it's symbiote stuff. But that's like much much later. Right. Like he's in the black suit for a minute, but it is fully like. Oh, my clothes got dirty, <laughs> which is funny <laughs> to think about. We now have a yeah. film franchise mm-hmm. uh-huh. separate of Spider-Man <laughs> that exists because Spider-Man's clothes got dirty and Marvel needed to sell some toys. The, it's funny. The, the stupidest thing about the black suit in the comics is that after he finds out it's a symbiote and he gets rid of it and then, you know, they retcon it later for it to have fallen on, on Eddie Brock and becoming Venom and all there's that. space in between that, right? There's, there's space, space in between. There's, yeah. there's, there's like a solid, like, I want to say like a year and a half or something like that. I mean, Todd McFarlane does Venom. Like right. he's the one who creates Venom, right? But right, he, right, right. Spider-Man mm-hmm. is fully out of the black suit before Todd McFarlane but comes on. He, well, so it's complicated because he loses the symbiote, but then he yeah. still is like, but I really like that black suit. So he just makes a black oh, suit. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> just wears a black suit that isn't a symbiote for a while. And so there's this really confusing period where you're reading the comics. And if you're just like picking up a story, you don't know if he's wearing the symbiote costume or just the black suit that he made because he liked it better. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid so messy i love comics i love yeah. comics i love superheroes uh man i'm glad we're not ever trying to talk about like x-men comics or x-men movies because those will make your brain explode um they're i don't so know i don't know what you're comics. talking about i don't have anything planned to, with the x-men movies coming up <laughs> I'm definitely See, i just not set everybody for plugs <laughs> yeah set everybody up for plugs um all that being said, I do have fun watching this movie. Yeah, me too. I just think it's dumb. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of where I land yeah. on it. I think yeah. it is just a failure. It's not a it's not a uninteresting one, but I, I do think it say, is a failure. I'd almost even say failure is like a little bit of a strong word for me. Well, because yeah. it made so much money. <laughs> well, it made so much money, A, but B, like 
I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've seen way worse superhero movies since this movie. <laughs> and I don't know. It was it was coming off of Spider-Man 1 and 2, which are like all-timer. Love both I of those movies. The, yeah. Spider-Man 2 is my favorite Spider-Man movie. Um, but so there's it, the other thing. Yeah, go ahead. The, the other thing is this was not meant to be the last one. Right. That's the other and you thing. can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a huge bummer. Is like yep. uh, talk to me about about recording 385 episodes of a podcast covering the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies a minute at a time and it just ends on the biggest wet fart. Like yeah. like I mean it's just like that's it. Like right. that's how this series ends. Like there's nothing else. It does. Now. It does not feel like the end of a series. It not doesn't. It just kind of ends. And he was going to make Spider-Man four. And Chad will talk about that because we have a um, yes the canceled projects. projects episode coming in a couple months. But he, if this was the third one and it was a little rough, and then four was solid, I think we wouldn't care that much because exactly. we'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's not that good, but four is good. So whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause that happens. Like, do we care that I'm trying to think of a not so good Marvel movie? Do we really care that the incredible Hulk's not good? Not really. Like that no. doesn't bother yeah. us. No. Like in our daily life. Or like um, star Wars, you know, the force awakens. We were all really ready to accept that movie <laughs> or star Wars half of the movies right um what a strange franchise where half of them are good and Uh yet we love it a few of them are great half of them are good well that about a third of them are actively bad actively bad yeah yeah um but um yeah and it's weird because amazing spider-man 2 ends on a obvious like huge cliffhanger yeah. whereas this one just ends it's not like it's a massive cliffhanger it's just mm-hmm. done and it and, and it's it's very strange i desperately want after all of this shakes out i desperately want sony to green light a movie called spider-man returns and it's yes. sam back in the director's chair directing toby Maguire, and mm-hmm. then wrapping up his take on this character Yes. I am. Um, I think it's going to happen. I, I, really I do kind of think it to. is yeah. going to happen. I would love so much for it to be all those things, but it's a Spider Girl adaptation, where oh. where uh, Peter and Mary girl? Jane, is it the uh, May, yeah, the daughter, May. Yeah. See, I don't want it to set up another franchise. I just want them to end the one that they have. I don't even so. necessarily want them to set up the franchise. I just want that Spider Girl movie uh, with like oh. old old man Peter, who's like, um, you know, kind of retired. You could, as do, you could do the Annie one. I like Annie. I don't think I know um, the Annie one. Annie is the Renew Your Vows uh, limited series uh, okay. daughter. She's good. Then there's the Sun one where J.J. Abrams took it. Bad, awful, really bad. Isn't it? Isn't it the worst? It sucks. It's so bizarre. I only read read number one of that one. I read all of them, and it's like, it is like, it's you know, it's J.J. Abrams and his kid, and I don't want to speak ill of a child, but it is, it is like, why? It is a child trying to be edgy. Because there yes. is so much like edge, yeah. edge lord, lord shit, shit in yeah, it. absolutely. And you're just like, what the fuck is this? It's not yeah. good. 
There's a uh, whole plot line in it that they just drop because they it was going to be six issues, and then they were like, "No, nah, we're not going to be able to do a six, so we're just going to all wrap it all up in five. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. And so the fifth issue comes out, and it's like there was a whole plot line that you guys just didn't do anything with. Okay, yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. It Great. is not so good, but no. I I do think I sort of think the Toby uh, uh final Toby movie is going to happen if we're getting Michael Keaton back as Batman. Yeah. You know, like it's not. Yeah, I keep impossible. forgetting that we're getting that. Yeah, I love that next so year, bitch. I know. They're shooting it right now. <laughs> he Holy is shit. on set right has, now. Yeah, he ah. has probably already been shot wearing the Batman suit again. Like that's amazing. Yeah, crazy. And like he's he's going to be in a lot of those movies supposedly. What? Like he's going to be like a Batgirl mentor. Like yeah. they're they're yeah he's going to they have called him the Nick Fury which yeah. is that's right. a weird way to position Batman yeah. but yeah he is the Nick Fury of the new DC movie I mean Ben Affleck Batman was kind of the Nick Fury of Justice League as well I got them all together yeah 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 <laughs> but he was also um, Batman. but but I, I I think I think it's definitely possible and I think there's a decent chance I think the nostalgia for both of those. Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies is so high that bringing them back is definitely not out of the question. Yeah. Um, for their own things. I'm pretty, I'm relatively confident they're in no way from home. I get, or no way home, but I guess yeah. we don't know for sure. But I think I'm confident that we're going to see them. It pop seems up like they're in it. Yeah. I think it would be cool if I, so my, my thought is like, if they're in it, maybe they're just in it at the end. That like is the third act. The, that is the rough rumor. Is okay. like, well, you may see them before, but the the main they're mainly featured in the third act. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I definitely want that last Tobey Maguire movie. I who's think like, who's the villain in the in the fourth one then? In the in the uh the Spider-Man if there's Returns. A, if there's a Spider-Man Returns, who's the villain? Because you can't do Vulture the, now. It's the Sinister Six. That that's what I think. And you just they do well, okay, the so, so full full, full, full disclosure, full disclosure, just for funsies. I I in a script writing class, I wrote a treatment for what Spider-Man uh, 4 would be. Ah, uh, okay. And in my mind, it's the Sinister Six, but the twist is that you find out that the Sinister Six aren't aren't real and it's Mysterio. Um, yeah, and it's okay. and it's Bruce uh, Campbell's yeah, yeah. Bruce Campbell's like from those yep. movies, and he's Mysterio. And, yep. Yeah. Um, in my in my version, fun. I think it's too late for that. I wrote that before Far From Home, so it's probably too right. late for that at this point. Yeah. But, well, but. and that's the problem is because like I think Sinister Six is going to roughly be done in No Way for No Way Home. I keep wanting to add the front. I think it's Sinister Six is going to roughly be done in No Way Home as well. Mm. So is the Scorpion guy back in that? The actor who played? I don't think that's supposedly a Morbius. Oh. Michael Mando, yeah, his name, right, yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. we don't know. We know Electro, Doc Ock, right, Green Goblin, um, <laughs> Z's in it, but that's not confirmed anywhere though, right? That's no, rumors. But like, that's your that's your Reddit leak that you are mm, pretty certain is real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then I'm not gonna read that leak. Naz, you should not. Yeah. Um, because I do think it's the whole movie. Um, so maybe that's only three. I don't know, but there might be more. I don't know. I I doubt we're gonna see Eddie Brock. 
maybe Thomas Hayden Church, isn't it? Maybe. Mm. He's still That'll alive at the end of this movie, which is more than we can say for Doc Ock. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's, he's not a bad guy in this in, at the end of this movie, though. So that feels weird. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe people can but, change. Uh, apparently, been... all you have to do is have one person talk to him and say, hey, do you want to kill Spider-Man? And he'll be like, yep. Hey, do you so want to kill this kid easy. you've never met? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, okay, we have not talked about this and we should wrap up, but I do think we need to quickly talk about the Uncle Ben stuff, which does mm. not work for me, even a no. little iota. Okay, no. are we all on the same page with that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it it's functional and it works in a way that like, it, it it's a clear way to bring out the worst sides of Peter Parker via the black suit. Sure. You know, like he, yeah. his revenge for Peter was something that like, I mean, his revenge for Uncle Ben is something that he was working through in the first one and and had like remorse for. Uh, but then the suit comes along and it brings that out of him again. I, I like that element of it, but largely it just feels like a retcon, yeah. like we didn't need it. Also, like it, it I noticed feels- this time watching it that the police officer, uh, Gwen's uh, officer Stacy, um, he, he, uh, he says, we've uh, discovered that your father's, your uncle's murderer wasn't really the guy. Does not ever say how they discovered this or why. He was in no, prison the whole time. No idea how. But wasn't in prison. No for idea how. Murdering. And it's Uncle also, ben. that's a really big actor to put in that one yeah. scene. <laughs> well, he's also, like, he also watches Gwen almost die and like doesn't seem to really care uh, in another scene. Yeah, yeah, he is, he, I mean, I guess he's no uh, Dennis, uh, whatever his name is, from Amazing Spider-Man. Right. Who plays him in Spider-Man 3? Why is his name not coming to mind? He's in Secession. He's in Babe. Yeah. He's in so many things. Star Trek First to... Contact. Um, James Cromwell. Yeah. That's it. That Old, is his Old name. Oh, Cromie. Yeah. Um, I couple of other things I want to I want to bring up. So like that doesn't work at all. I I, I it's awful. The Ben Well, the ben, it's Uncle it's stuff is bad. It's Joe Chill being the Joker, which is yeah. what the first Batman movie does. And as much as I like those Burton Batmans, that's a fundamental flaw of those movies to me. Uh yeah, I mean, you know, it was made by a guy who just didn't really give a shit about the comics at all. Um and he just kind of liked the aesthetic and that was it. And he just like more power to him. Batman yeah. Returns rules. Um, Batman Returns yes, does, does rule. I fully yeah. agree with you on that. <laughs> so, so a uh, couple of other things um, I just wanted to bring up. One, the end of this movie would be so much better if instead of because it's it's Toe for Grace, you know he's Eddie, you know Eddie Brock, Toe for Grace. Instead of uh, uh, kidnapping Mary Jane, if he had kidnapped, because I don't even know how he knows who Mary Jane is. No idea. If he had kidnapped right. Gwen Stacy instead sure. at the end. Yeah. And Mary Jane was the person who goes to Harry and says, Peter needs your help. Look at the news. Look how much he's struggling. He needs yeah. you to get out there and help him. It would be a Why better like nap Gwen Stacy. <laughs> I do. I don't know. We don't. We don't know. We don't. Why? Know. Why the fuck is Gwen Stacy in this movie? I actually did read that that was a bit of a studio note is that they wanted Gwen in it. And he was like, OK. <laughs> and did this with her because they I wanted know, like the chance so that peter's other girlfriends would be in it yeah, yeah i i i think originally she was going to be in the third act and then for some reason the studio note was like no it just needs to be mary jane again no one cares about this gwen stacy girl um <laughs> yeah. but it makes no sense it makes zero sense this way 
Uh, I think it would have been much, much better had Mary Jane been the one to like go get, go talk to Harry after yeah. their big fight and be like, Harry, please, you got to go help him. Look, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then, and then I just want to talk about a couple of things that I really, really like that fight scene between Spider-Man and the the new goblin at the beginning rules. Yeah. Absolutely. Rules. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. He almost drops. It does look like ring. a Robert Rodriguez movie, but it is fun and good. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I like, um, I like Robert Rodriguez movies. Yeah. <laughs> they I, just have a very I, specific look. Yeah, for sure. Um, I really love it. Uh, I love that fight scene. I think it's like pretty brutal and good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like the fight scene at the end. Uh, I really do like the the whole Sandman monster and all of that. I think it. I think it. I think it's well choreographed and well executed. Whether it fits within fits well in the story and everything is debatable. Right. But I think like as an action sequence, I think it's really well directed and. And, and I, I like the sonic waves part of that when he he does all the bars to mm -hmm. kill the venom suit yeah. and then yeah that feels Eddie like a jump again that feels like a peter parker that's good uh science solution to a problem yeah. rather than the yeah. black suit spidey brawny punch, solution punch, punch. Yeah. yeah yeah for sure and then it has this movie uh has is blessed with one of my favorite line readings of all time in any movie ever which is uh, the lady, the 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 waitress asking, "How's the pie?" and James Franco going so good. <laughs> it is Which bizarre. Is, it's it is very good. It's so incredible. good. It's so good. <laughs> that scene is a part of another part of this movie that just doesn't work for me. Is like whatever Harry's uh, plan is. Once he gets his memory back to like ruin Peter. It just feels so convoluted when he should just like, I don't know, go try to murder him it again would be, or something. It would be, it would have been so awesome if the twist was that he never had amnesia and he was just fucking with Peter the whole time. That, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was just fucking with him the whole time of like yeah. his plan was to fucking like just ice it in this, in this fight, <laughs> pretend to have amnesia, befriend him again. Oh, get him to open his heart up and then just wreck absolutely wreck him from yeah. inside and out i think would have been Gosh. that would have been like an awesome reveal this movie is as we're like giving all of our you know notes on this movie this movie was so close to being like very good and now it's just kind yeah of, it's there's just not a weird... lot you have to like eh. no it, 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 it feels like somebody who made two huge movies for a studio and expected to have the trust to do whatever he wanted on the third one and then got noted to death and was pretty broken hearted about having to take all those notes and kind of his heart wasn't in it by the time he actually made it. well that's really the other what problem, it feels like the other problem too and this is this is something that's not reported on a lot but like with spider-man 2 he had a very solid structure like yeah. of a theme of like Spider-Man no more. We're adapting Spider-Man mm -hmm. no mm -hmm. more in our own way. Everything sort of hinges on that thematic yeah. element, right? And, mm -hmm. But when they went in to shoot that movie, there was no script. They were writing cool. that. They had, they had a structure and they had scenes, but they were writing that movie. Like Al Alvin Sargent was in his trailer pumping that movie out a scene at a time each day. And they made the whole movie like that. 
And somehow through the miracle of movie magic in Hollywood, Incredible. we got one of the best superhero movies ever made out of thing that. thing is, that's how they make all the fucking uh, Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. And it seems to work. So, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Well, make every movie like it. this. You know? <laughs> well, but, but here's the problem. Then they tried to do that again with this one of just like, well, we don't have to figure mm. it out, but we'll just start shooting it and we'll figure it out as we go right. along. And right. then they did it with this one and it didn't work because they didn't have the really clear, solid yeah, thematic yeah. structure that they had with Spider-Man 2, where it's like they could default back to that theme where it's like, yeah. well, how does that go back to him not wanting to be Spider-Man again? You know, right, right, and, right, and right. so every scene, they can just reinforce that, reinforce that. There's nothing to reinforce yeah. in this. One I don't know what no the. Theme. I don't know what the heart of this movie is, truly. And that's no. the first yeah. Spider-Man no. movie. I couldn't point to that. Right. Yeah. Right. Cody, are yeah, you raising your hand or are problem. you stretching? No, I'm messing with my uh, blinds. It's oh, not okay. really anything important. I'm just gotcha. messing with it <laughs> over here. Um, all right. I was listening. <laughs> now, no, yeah, now it I makes just, it seem like I was not paying attention. It just looked like you I were trying to get attention. stuff sometimes. No, it's fine. No, I get it, man. I get no, it, man. I was not trying to get any attention. I'm so yeah. sorry. No, it's, it's um, fine. I forgive you. It's fine. In the words <laughs> okay, of Peter Parker, okay. I forgive you for killing my uncle. In the words of, in the words of uh, uh, Harry Osborn. I can't remember a single at? Harry Osborn line. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna murder you. You killed my father. My cats. That's you killed my father. All of his dialogue yeah. in this movie. Tell it. Tell it to my father. Raise him from the dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that that's one. I I I also love the the butler being like not that good of an actor and being like I checked the logs and the the blade. The thing is like. He had no reason to tell he him that at that moment. <laughs> no, he, he he gives the explanation of it's from your father's own glider. And Harry was like, ah, okay. I forgive Peter. <laughs> he wasn't there. Spider-Man could have stabbed him with a glider. True. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, True. yeah. It means nothing. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, Scott. Yes. Why don't you, why don't you do your plugs? Where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Uh, you can find me at duelinggenre.com. That is my podcast network uh, that I run with a lot of other people. Um, but uh, you can check out all of our shows there. I host uh, currently Franchiseography, which is a podcast about film franchises, uh, the, the behind the scenes sort of development of them, as well as the execution of each individual movie. Uh, we've done a mini series on the Men in Black franchise. We finished that. And now we're in the middle of a Scream mini series. Love and then Scream. over the uh, over the summer, we're doing a whole like maxi series, th all 13 X-Men movies. Uh, that includes all the spinoffs and everything. And the Deadpool movies as well. Yep. Yep. We're going to go through the whole saga, the whole X-Men saga um, over the summer. Uh, and uh, that's that's really exciting. So. Um, check out that. That's Franchiseography. If you like Doctor Who, check out The Doctor's Companion. That's my longest running podcast. I've been doing it since David Tennant regenerated. Uh, and we do this thing called, which we call The Long Way Around, where we watch Doctor Who one doctor at a time. Uh, and so we watch like the first story of every doctor and then the second story of every doctor and then the third story of every doctor. And we're just, we're going through all of it. The whole, the whole, the whole thing um, cool. from, from 63 all the way to present day. So check that out. That's at the doctor's. That's that's called the doctor's companion. 
Then I have Theme Park This, which is a podcast where uh, myself and my co-host take an IP or a concept or, or what have you, and we turn it into a theme park. Uh, and it's really stupid and fun, and uh, I love it to pieces. Um, yeah, we come up with like, e-ticket rides, and thank show. you. Um, so, so yeah, so check that out. Uh, and what else, what else, what else? I guess I should plug Spider-Man Minute. It's over now. Um, but, uh, we did like a hundred, like, like 385 episodes or something like that, where we talked about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies one minute at a time. It is probably the movies by minute. I've done three seasons, three, three movies by minute shows. I did back to the future minute back in the day. And I did, uh, the Cornetto minute, which was like Shaun of the dead, hot fuzz and the world's mm-hmm. end. But I think I'm the most proud of Spider-Man minute because, we really got in the weeds. And I think we talk about a lot of really, really interesting stuff as we go through that movie a minute at a time, all three of those movies a minute at a time. I think there's a lot of really fun, interesting conversations in there. And if you really, really like these movies and you really like Spider-Man, uh, I think you'll really like that podcast. And that's yeah. Spider-Man Minute. And, and you've got a month until our next episode. You have time to go yeah. check out those different episodes. Yeah, for so, sure. so for franchiseography, um, is there a single franchise that you think like we we will never cover that? Do, do you have like a refusal? We board? will never cover Back to the Future because I did 345 episodes about it. Fair so enough. if anyone wants to hear me cover Back to the Future, they can listen to that. We will never cover the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies because again, same thing. And we will never cover the Cornetto trilogy because the same reason. Okay. Nothing yeah. else is off the table. We do have rules. They have to have, each, each franchise has to have at least three theatrically released uh, uh, entries in the, gotcha. in the series. Fuck. So if it's one movie and then a bunch of direct-to-video sequels, we're not covering it. It's not, How many it Air Bud movies were released to theaters? <laughs> one. Damn one. it. Was just, it just the first one? one. The football yeah. one was I've theatrically released. All of those fuckers. No. And I want somebody else to suffer through watching all of them. No, no. All of what those about the Disney video. Fairy franchise, which weren't released theatrically in the nope. United States, but were released theatrically overseas? It doesn't count. It has to be domestic. Uh, this is an American I've watched so many code. bad franchises yeah. that. Um, so three released. Okay. So you yeah. couldn't even do like High School Musical. But. Um, no. Which I don't know if you would care about doing that. Doesn't but I'm just. Count. Why am I only thinking of bad? Did you want to torture me? A little bit, I guess. Yeah. It is funny. It's funny if there's like four movies, but if it's a franchise, I have watched all the Airbud movies. It That's wasn't fun. You shouldn't have done. It's that. not yeah. good. It's 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 pretty miserable. Yeah. Um. <laughs> listen to all of Scott's shows. I'm a big fan. Oh, thanks. Um. You may. Um, here, Chad, or um, yeah. fellow Best Pictures um, friend, <laughs> Mark, on Best a show. Pictures? You Cody, what's that? Best Pictures is a show that I host um, where we try and pick our favorite movies we, uh, from every year we've been alive. Um, some other people are on it, but the most important thing is that I host it. Um, Chad, what do you do? Uh, you can find me at Chad A. Oliver. Uh, my show, uh, apart from Best Pictures in this, is the Lord of the Rings me. sentence, where I go through the Lord of the Rings one sentence at a time. And I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Um, and I don't see any issues with the concept of the show. I I am on the app that 
this this is closest to, right? I think so. Yes. That up comes out, then this up comes out. Hell yeah. So listen to me talk about a sentence that I don't remember anymore because it was eons ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was fun. Um, okay. So to end the show, we will leave you with a spider fact. Mm. And here's the spider fact. <clears throat> In Ultimate Spider-Man 66 and 67, Peter Parker and Wolverine from the X-Men swap bodies. Classic. Wolverine in Spidey's body tries to get with MJ, who is a teenager at that point. Uh, turns out this was all happening because Jean Grey was mad that Wolverine hit on her. So that is your spider fact for the week. Good night. Do not let the radioactive spiders bite. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, we need to talk about Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. That might be cool.com. You never know.